Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Green River Distillery. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I mean... Heck yeah. Kind of bad weather the last couple of days for us here, but, you know, trying to enjoy it other than that. We needed the rain, though. It's been, yeah. been pretty bad. We needed it, though. And we actually took advantage of some of the rainy days, and we stayed in, and we got a lot of work done. We're getting the yeah. nursery set up for the, our baby boy that's coming along here soon, and added, you know, changed some things in the, in the office here in the, in the, in the, so in the podcast studio. Spaces, yeah. Um, but yeah, just lots of baby stuff. Just went to a wedding last night. It was a freaking blast. I had so much fun. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Just wedding season and baby season and excited for the diaper party coming up here yeah. soon um, that you, of course, you'll be attending and uh, that'll be awesome. Go get some pizza and beer at Mad Tree. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, anyways, what else is going to be a lot of fun, I think, is the podcast we're doing today, Green River Distillery. We're very excited about it. Obviously, I love getting some more bourbon back in our life. I think you're probably pretty excited about this one, too. So why don't we just jump right on in. Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Green River Distillery. Of course. So this was a distillery. uh, It was originally originally founded in uh, 1885 uh, out in Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, So pretty close to, like, Bardstown, that area of Kentucky. Okay. Um, And then it was actually, when it was first founded then, it was the 10th distillery in Kentucky to get a license to a... You know, do the whole distillation and everything for whiskey, um, which was, you know, huge back in those days. I mean, the 10th distillery to get any, you know, any license that was big. They still carry that license, that DSP number on all their barrels and everything. So, Hmm. you know, they're proud of that. Um, And they quickly, you know, did gain a lot of um, domestic and like international fame and recognition uh for their whiskeys and bourbons at the time um winning numerous awards very early on in their history uh unfortunately of course they very quickly you know within 50 years 40 50 ish years had to shut down though due to um prohibition they were not one of the fortunate distilleries to get a license during that time Hmm. here in in the u.s to uh distill for medical purposes um, and one of kind of their other big things that they got in trouble a little bit, if you will, for the medical side was, um, their slogan early on was the whiskey without a headache for the perceived quality of the bourbon being distilled and that <laughs> it would, um, you know, not get you, give you a headache if you didn't drink too much of it at least. I say, if you drink enough of it, you're yeah. going to get a headache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course they got in, like I said, they got in trouble for that a little bit just from like a lot of doctors in the time and everything. So they ended up changing it to um, the whiskey without regrets. <laughs> so a little bit so nicer of a, yeah, a little bit nicer of a uh, slogan there to use for your uh, distillery and whiskey and everything. Um, and that, that, that slogan came post prohibition when they reopened um, just because at the time with the laws, you know, they required the medical claims basically, um, around at least alcohol be made and be better <laughs> yeah. than that. Um, so that's when, like, you see, I think a lot of the, you know, notices on alcohol and stuff, like not safe to operate machinery, all that, that's when it came about and when they kind of started, the U.S. government and everybody started to crack down on that type of stuff. So that's when they changed. Um, 
and this was actually, you know, if it tells you anything pre-prohibition, um, they were actually so popular that in 1917, uh, there was actually 20 barrels of it that were traded for an interest in a Colorado gold mine. <laughs> so that's how, like, that's how one popular it was, but two, how tough to get your hands on it was. That's amazing. Um, so I've actually never heard of this whiskey before. We decided to uh, do this one. So yeah. like what, obviously there's a lot of bourbons out there. Like, have you like had this one before? Like what drew you to this, this, this distillery? So this distillery, what drew me into it was, um, what was a, a lot of like distill or bourbon YouTubers that I follow have said good things about it. So okay. that's originally how I like heard or decided to end up getting it. I mean, I kind of heard about them before I listened to some of those reviews online and everything. Gotcha. Um, cause they initially in the kind of 2000s era, they were also called OZ Tyler, hmm. uh, the OZ Tyler distillery. And, uh, so if you were kind of going, when I started to get into bourbon, at least that's what the distillery was known as. Gotcha. And then just decided to rename in the last couple of years back to that original uh, Green River Distillery name to honor their heritage for it. Gotcha. Uh, we just actually just had a special guest walk in the in the house. Johnny Kleinhens is in the building. How you doing? Not much. We're Not just reporting much. our pod, recording a podcast here. Green River Distillery, Kentucky nice, bourbon. Nice. What's the bourbon we got? Green River Distillery. And. We haven't. Tr- I haven't tried it yet. We're, we ha- we haven't, we like haven't gotten to the the tasting yet, but we're we're working on it. Mm. You want to want to pour yourself one? Uh, yeah, kitchen glasses like uh, top uh, top right. Nice bottle. For yeah. sure. Little Love. horseshoe there on the bottom of it. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I mean, like I said, like I said, they kind of shut down, and they've had some story kind of history like post prohibition until about 2014 when they were initially revived as the OZ Tyler Distillery. Uh, uh, on the original grounds of um, the Green River Distillery. Uh, And then about six, seven years later is when they ended up just renaming it back to Green River Distillery and Green River Bourbon and Products, just taking that name back on during uh, COVID and all that. On the rock. Um, Since you guys can't see, he just poured (laughs) the whiskey into a shot glass and dropped one ice cube into it. I'm not much of a <laughs> yeah, you gotta so. wear it down. You could uh, use the yoga ball if you want to sit down, True. And hang out. Yeah, so they, um, of course, COVID kind of shut down a lot of operations, but that's when they decided to kind of redo all that stuff, um, and that's when they were actually bought out by Bardstown Bourbon Company. Um, okay. Still, like they're still releasing under the Green River name, just owned at least in part by Bardstown. By Bardstown, gotcha. And uh, they operate out of Owensboro still. Yeah, they're still operating there. Okay. Um, just giving them cool. that cash influx of everything. Um, you know, they have their own single barrels uh, that they do, as well as uh, at least for the bourbons, they got that. Then they got a weeded bourbon, regular bourbon, and then a rye. Very cool. And then the cool thing about them, if nobody sat there and seen. Uh, their bottle ever if you can't see it it's basically in the shape of a horseshoe yeah play some quarters with it (laughs) like andy said (laughs) yeah it's a cool bottle all right well we're there we're ready to do the tasting Uh, as always we're going to start with the nose i beat you to it you did (laughs) all right what are we picking up in the nose here doesn't seem very complex i'm not getting not getting a lot of notes um, I mean, it's for me, it's very much like those oaky, bready, very stereotypical bourbon notes for me. Sure. From the bottle. I 
I definitely get more out of the bottle than the glass. Yeah, I agree. It is a stronger smell out of, out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has a sweeter note to it in the bottle. Yeah, a little bit sweeter of a note yeah. to it. Interesting. Coming straight from the bro- bottle if you smell it there. But you're still getting. Is that get- thing you guys do? Do you smell out of the bottle in the glass? And see not normally. Not, <laughs> not normally. Normally we just smell out of the, the glass. bottle in a while. Oh, I'm onto something. We could try it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm getting. I think, um, I don't know, it's kind of like a baseline bourbon yeah. nose for me. Exactly. Funny. Which, I mean, is not bad. I mean, it's no. like 30. What did at, you pay for? Yeah. At least in the Cincinnati area, it's like 35, 40 bucks. Not bad. Not bad. Depending on the, which 95 one. Is it 95 proof? 90 proof? Oh, God, I yep. forget. 90 Ooh. Yep, 90 proof. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, same kind of what I got on the nose. Uh, I get on the palate. Yeah, not super impressive. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, like, it's a $35 b- bottle of bourbon. Like, it's not going to be the most impressive thing, but it's still good. has a lot of kick up front. Yeah, yeah no, you I get a lot like, of that kick up yeah, front. I'm not sure uh, what, I'm not good at, like, medium flavor palettes yeah. or what, but the heat up front is impressive. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it definitely gives you the Kentucky hug a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. It gives, first, it gives you feel it. You feel it a yeah. little bit. It gives you gets you a little warm, mm-hmm. warm inside. Yeah, I like it. I think medium finish. Like I thought, thought it faded away kind of fairly quick, quickly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, as far as like different like notes, I'm really not picking up much. Yeah, I, not I'm not getting a lot. It's off just kind of like that part. ethanol bourbony kind of taste. Is yeah, the standard bourbon notes is what I pick up. Yeah, but I mean, for a cheaper bottle. You know, strong stuff. It's good. You're getting what you bought. You know, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I like it. Good yeah. one to have on your bar cart if you want to do cocktails or something. I guess. Probably, probably. For sure. Yeah, I can see that. If you Our, just want like a standard blend that goes well for most drinks. Yeah. All right, yeah. folks. That's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really wherever you get podcasts. We're on all of them. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to Distilled Discussions. We appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week. <laughs>